What's happening, everybody? This is another episode. This is How Do You Love Me podcast. I'm Trey. And I'm Q. And listen, we got a good one today. I think it's going to be fun. We're talking about the gift and the curse of social media. Coming up. I knew it. Oh, sorry. All right, all right, all right. So, like I said just a while ago, today's episode, we are talking about the effects of social media on relationships and business. So, Q, you, how about this? How about this? How full is your cup before we jump into it? Um, My cup is like 100% full today. Today I took a self-care day. I called into work. Sorry to my coworker who I called in on. But I really needed it, y'all. I've been working like seven days a week, I think just for the past two weeks. And for me, that's too much. I need one day where I can just sleep in. And unfortunately, I didn't get to do that today, but I did take a nap. And that was like the bomb. So we did that. We went to the grocery store and picked up some stuff for us to eat this week because school starts on Thursday mm. and we need to be prepared. But yeah, so I'm on 100% today and I'm a little so, hype about it because I'm like, up. you know, I need to have a positive attitude. And uh, yeah, I think this really helps. So, well, you know, y'all, you know what I say? Positive thoughts, positive actions. Yeah. So that's what's up. Yeah. I'm at 97, 98, you know. Nothing, nothing wrong. I'm just great. Mm-hmm. About 97, 98. I'm a little full. You know, I ate a couple hours ago, but it's still, I'm full. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that's enough about that. Yeah. Well, hold up. Before what, we what, go. What you got? So today we tried something that I've never, or at least I never knew it existed. So we wanted some chili dogs, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And well, this was sparked by a Facebook post that I saw. Um, from one of my cousins, she was like, wait, so why y'all don't eat chili dogs and sloppy joes anymore? And so people just kind of went through and said what they said or whatever. But then she shared with everybody that, like, she still eats chili dogs or hot dogs, but she can't eat or she won't eat canned chili anymore. So I was like, okay, so, you know, what you doing? You making the chili from scratch? Anyways, I didn't know that there was a such thing as block chili. Mm. And my mama told me that they used to eat this when she was growing up. She said back then they didn't have canned chili. So anyways, long story short, we had the block chili today. We tried the block chili. It was so good. Yeah, if y'all know about Taco Casa, I mean, it was pretty, I mean, it was good. It was good. Taco Casa don't even have chili. Well, I mean, it looked like, I I guess the, yeah, the consistency of that meat. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you're talking about how fine the meat is. Yeah, yeah. because like, so the thing that messed me up with the canned chili is the fact that, I think, I think it's like cold oil or grease in the canned chili and I opened it up one time and I was just disgusted. So I haven't been able to eat canned chili since then. It's it's been a long time. Yeah, Yeah, it's been a long time and so like we ain't had chili dogs in forever and we used to eat chili dogs at least once a week. That's like that's like top two for me. That's yeah. why y'all, because you know it's burgers, and then like literally right under the burger, it's chili dogs. So, yeah, you know. So, anyways, if you haven't tried it, go try 
the block chili, and we tried the. It was beef I definitely chili. Don't remember the name. I don't even know the name either, but it was like three dollars at Walmart, and I heard you can find it at Tom Thumb and Kroger too. So check that out. It was like so much better than the other chili that we buy, which I've had a couple, but yeah, go try it out. I agree. It was really good. Do that. Let's see. So for the topic today, mm. Trey's already told y'all we're talking about the gift and the curse of show, social media. So I kind of wanted to do this anyway, but then early this week, there was a post on the shade room that caught my eye and I was like, oh crap. Okay. So first of all, most of y'all know we're Christians, you know, that's a lifestyle that we really and truly believe in and, you know, we serve and worship the Lord and so when I see something in the headlines about another Christian doing some wrong, I'm oh, like, oh, they're going to always bring it out. Oh, sure. yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like it's like it makes us all once once one of us does something wrong and they've been proclaiming to be a Christian. All of us are that same thing. For sure. You know, so anyways, this week on the share room, there was a post with an image that read scam allegations against Christian entrepreneur Dana Chanel pick up steam. One of her alleged scams was recently shut down. And so if y'all don't know, Dana Chanel is known for her app, Sprinkle of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I used to have the app years ago because I wanted some little cute quotes to pop up on my phone or whatever. And I, I, they were really kind of inspirational, you know, a little positive stuff. Just not, I didn't I didn't think I ever really got like any scriptures or anything, but it was just like little positive stuff to, you know, motivate you. Yeah. And so I looked up what Sprinkle of Jesus was. Sprinkle of Jesus advertises itself as a Christian publication that not only shows you how to have a closer relationship with Christ, but teaches you how to live a life full of financial abundance. Mm -hmm. Through their online ministries, they are committed to being agents of change. All right. Now pause right there. Yeah. First of all, I did not know Sprinkle of Jesus was helping you grow closer to God or Christ, which is what they say right there, but then also have a life full of financial abundance. Did you ever have the app, Trey? I never had the app. No. I heard of it, uh, of course, but, I mean, I, I'm not, I, to be honest, I thought it was for women. Yeah, okay, I did, I did too. So I thought it was more focused toward, geared towards women. I, I never even, never but, even downloaded it. But it kind of, okay, anyways, let me just, let me just keep going. So, basically, I, I went down this whole rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there is a there's an account on Instagram, and the, the handle of it is Dana Chanel Scamming. And so I clicked through the profile, and I went through a bunch of posts of people just you know complaining about her business and how she's scamming people, taking their money, saying that she's going to deliver a product and do it like giving half service or no, no service at all. Mm. And so I was shocked, but I ran across a couple of videos that like, cause you know, sometimes when you hear something like, you're just like, okay, yeah, you know, you never know it. Maybe it was like somebody in their business and it wasn't exactly them. For sure. But when I saw these, I saw a video from her husband, was it Donnell? Mm-hmm. Her husband Donnell's friend, like childhood friend. Yeah. And he talked like, I don't know for me. He kind of shed some light on the whole situation because he was just saying how like years ago when they first met, he was warning him like, 
Chill. Yeah, like, man, this ain't the girl for you. She's scamming people. Like, you know, you need to quit scamming people. Like, get away from this girl. This ain't who you want to be with. And, you know, apparently mm-hmm. he didn't listen, you know, or whatever. So I was like, dang. And he just talked about how, like, most people in the town where they're from, which was Philadelphia. Yeah. He yeah, said most of them there are scammers. And he said that everybody in the town knows that they're scammers, but we don't know that they're scammers right. because we don't. Oh, we live in Texas, yeah, so of course. Live. We or don't know whatever other states you live in. Yeah, <laughs> we don't know. Of, yeah. But so the 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 thing that really brought this to me was like, so I would come home some nights, and Trey would be watching the two of them like on an interview or a podcast or something like that, and they would be talking about their business and how they're like self made and how. You know, they've just grown their empire. Because I think she's also a millionaire, right? Supposedly. Yeah, I think she has the net worth of a millionaire. And, you know, so Trey watches these videos. And Trey, what are they normally talking about? Because you watch them. I just come in on a couple minutes. Yeah, I mean, it it just depends on on the topic. For me personally, mostly I watch, like I will watch Prince Donnell stuff. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times he's talking about, you know, just building yourself up as a man. And like the man side of stuff. So... You know, the thinking, what you maybe should or should not be focusing on. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Just literally, like, good man stuff. Right. And then, of course, sometimes they also have, like, stuff on like on their businesses or, you know, mm-hmm. talking about business. I mean, that's pretty much it, though. Well, I'll tell you what. Sometimes when I walk in, mm-hmm. so he'll be talking. He seems like a really nice guy. Mm-hmm. He does. He seems like he has a good head on his shoulders. Seems pretty humble, but, you know, once you get a little higher, you kind of... I'm not going to say he's not... Co- I, don't, I don't feel like he's cocky. He just seems confident. Yeah. But when she gets on there and she starts talking... <laughs> it is different. I feel... I don't know. I just get this vibe about her. You know what I'm saying? Like, every time I hear her talk, she's always talking about how, you know, my dad gave us money and showed us the game, which, you know what, if he did... I don't mind her talking about it, but it's always, it always comes off as like, I am, I'm the one who built this up. Like it came from my dad to me. And then I picked you up off of the street and I showed you the game. (laughs) And now that's why we winning. That's why we on our way to the top. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's all she ever talks about. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It does come off like that. Um, it does. Little, and I, yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. So, I mean, I follow her and I see that she just announced that. Well, not just announced. They announced that they're having a baby. Yeah. So, like, going through all of these allegations because they're very, they're very serious. Like, people are filing claims. I see that, like. FBI, CIA. Yeah, like, they really looking into this. Oof. And so, I'm like, what a time. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just did a gender reveal. Yeah, and y'all about to y'all about to. I mean, I don't know what's gonna happen, but I'm just saying, like, this is like I couldn't imagine being stressed and thinking about something like this while being pregnant. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because it's tough. It is tough. So the reason that I brought this up is because social media has good and bad. Okay, for sure. The good part of social media is that you can be connected to so many people. You know, all across the world, you might find people who think like you, look like you, talk like you, believe the things you do, or they even help advance you. Right. But then the bad part of social media is, is that 
there is like a highlight reel that we all put out for the world to see. And so just like them, like the only parts of them that we get to see is the part where, you know, they're spending money, my bad, where they're spending money, where they're living this elegant and nice lifestyle, where they're talking about the business that they have. They have multiple businesses, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like so many. And, you know, they talk about how they're flourishing, but we don't actually get to see their day to day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's like one of the curses of social media because you don't actually know what somebody like what their intentions are or what, you know what I'm saying? Like what they're doing behind closed doors. Right. right. Because on the outside, it looks like they were leg- I mean, I think maybe if I was paying attention, I probably would have noticed. But it, on the outside, they seem like just humble people who, you know, just, you know, Built an Young empire. And yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They're building the empire from the ground up. You know what I'm saying? So like that that's just allegedly, like by the way, y'all, allegedly yeah, this is allegedly. All happening. So, you know, you never know. It could all possibly be legit and because I think they did make a statement that hey, you know, they're gonna go through and they will find out that everything is, you know, mm-hmm. spotless and good. So you know, allegedly all this stuff is happening and I'm not saying that it won't. I mean, that, you know, that it is bad. I definitely don't want it for him. But at the end of the day, it, it's a lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's a lot of people. So it, it's different when it's just a few. Like, right. you know, there's always going to be some people will call them haters. Right. That are, you know, they're going to try and tear you down. So it doesn't matter if it's, you know, if, if they don't care who they bring down, they're just going to try and get you down. But. When it's a lot right. of people. And they got receipts. They got, yeah, they got receipts and, you know, documentation and video. Yeah, because, That kind of stuff is hard to refute. It is. So, I, I, like I said, I always wish people the best, but sometimes that's just what it is, a wish. When you got all this stuff going on, it. Yeah. But then another. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. Another thing to think about, too, because one girl, I watched hers and I think hers really sealed it for me because I was like, this is like the second video we watched, mm-hmm. you know, at this point. And I'm like, she's giving a like specific, like detailed encounter right. that she had with them. So she had paid to go to a boot camp, like a business boot camp where they spent the weekend, well, Thursday to Sunday with Dana Chanel and her team. Mm hmm. And she talked about how she got out there and, you know, she spent her last because it was like $3,000 for the whole trip. She also had to pay for her flight and everything. And they were going to stay at their mansion, which she said was actually just a townhome. But, you know, that could have actually been a mansion, you know, yeah, but it's in that part of in that part of the U.S., you know, because it's, it's different here in it's Texas. Different. You know, here in Texas, that might just literally be, you know, not mm-hmm. that big. But yeah. in another city where everything is together and, you know, yeah. straight up, that might be huge. Yeah. You know, so, it, you know, all that varies. Yeah. But. So she talked about that. Mm-hmm. And then she talked about how, like, they got to the to the building or whatever where Nana Chanel's, you know, where they where they house everything. And she said they got in there. They started talking with their team and it was like a group of them, maybe like five of them. And then she said Dana Chanel walked in. Did not speak to them, went straight to the back, ate her lunch, and they were just kind of like, okay, aren't we supposed to be here to meet you or whatever? And she said, what's up? Yeah. And then they said, like, the only time that she actually spoke, well, 
when she actually acknowledged them was when her cameraman came. So then she like put on a front and like was like, hey, you know, whatever. And they were like, yeah, you don't want to be like that. Yeah. So that kind of set them off. Yeah. And then there was just a bunch of other things that she was saying. But then she another thing, because it's like, man, when you're doing something that that represents Christ, you got to make sure that you're doing it right. Got to be right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know that Christians, none of us are perfect. Right. But we're representing a man who was. Right. So you got to try and be as close as possible as you can. Or, I mean, and not, and I think the thing about it is like some of us put on such a performance that like when you do fall. Now, well, they going to drag you through the mud. It is. Yeah. But it's like, I don't even know. I don't know how to say Yeah. But basically, I guess she's been putting on this performance and she had told them like we were going to go to church Sunday and it was Easter Sunday. And, you know, so if you got real Christians in there, yeah, they they ready to go. They like, oh, I would love to go to church in Philly, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like this going to be awesome. I want to go to y'all church. I want to see how y'all do it here. And she said Saturday night, Dana Chanel was like, oh, we're not going to church. And they basically like ended the weekend or whatever. And so she was like, what? Yeah. And she was saying, like, she don't even have a church home, which, again, like, everybody's different. You don't have to have a church home. But she was just like, you know. But most, you should. I, I mean, I think you should. You, so you I think, think you, I actually think you should. Yeah, you because you need to be rooted and grounded somewhere. Because, definitely. Like, if you're a Christian. Well, yeah, because, like, so, I need to be around like-minded people at some point. That's why. You know what yes, I'm saying? Like, yeah. some of us be around like non-christian so much that's why you still have some of the habits that you have but yeah. when you're around other christians who are trying to live their life for you can god see a difference yeah you start picking up the good habits you know what i'm saying like you have no choice but to be uplifted and to you know want to do what's right for god when you're mm-hmm. around other people who also want to do the same thing like-minded thing. Yeah. but if you're not around other people like that you start doing your own version of Christianity. And it's easy to slip into that. Yeah. It's so easy. So that's, that's, that was what really, I'm Got like, yeah. I, I'm not going to say that this is a hundred percent true, but I'm, I'm kind of looking at them like, that's what I said. Y'all better clean this up. Cause it's not looking good for the Christian team right now. And you know, and that's, you know, that's exactly how, uh, the devil works. He will, man, he'll, and not saying that he put them up there, but I'm saying he will let you rise up to a certain yeah. spot. And he will pull your pants down as soon as you get up there. Yeah. And uh, guess what? He's chunking the deuces right after that. Okay. Now, and so now you up like, man. So now, you know, you've been doing all this stuff under the name of Christ, under the name of Jesus. And allegedly, you've been, you know, taking people's money, not doing right with, you know, what you were supposed to be doing, not doing good business. Mm -hmm. Um, That's one of the main things my former pastor used to teach is like, do good business with yeah. people. You pack know, fair with people. Pack fair. Your word is your bond. That still works today. Mm-hmm. So even if, you know, it's certain things that, okay, I said this, I got to deliver. Right. Even if it got to come out of your pocket right. as the, you know, business owner. So, yeah, that's tough. Yeah, it is. But I see so many people using Jesus and God as a hustle. And that's what I felt like really disappointed me with all of this because I'm like, some of this, like, I would look. I, I really want to call out some of y'all favorite spiritual accounts <laughs> and spiritual things because I'm like, 
you're not you're not representing Christ right. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. people use Christianity and church and God as a hustle. Quick you know buck. that if I put if if I can get you in with one scripture a week, but the rest of it I'm talking about ratchet stuff and I'm cussing and I'm showing half naked people, I got you. Because I know that you halfway in, you halfway out. Yourself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, I really can't stand it because I'm like, man, y'all making us look bad. And you got to hold up a standard. That's because right. then there are people on the outside looking in that they probably would literally have, you know, be, like want to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. But if I see you. That's right. Uh, yeah. One day a week, you, you know, talking about that, talking that talk. And then the rest of the week, you like me. Mm-hmm. So why do I need to even go over there? Right. Like, why do I need to? Why do I need to be a follower if you just doing the same thing as That's me? Right. I can have that day back. Right. And it just makes us all as a whole look bad. I mean, we live in this world. I'm not saying all of us got to be goody two shoes and we got to act like we perfect. But I'm just saying like, y'all. It's not even about that. It's about striving. Pick a side. <laughs> yeah, that too. you're going to be good. Do it. Do and it. And you're going to worship God and you're going to live in his, like, you know, walk in his word. Do it. Get around some people who want to do it. Follow some people who want to do it. But y'all be following these people that tote, like, you know, they they straddling they the line. And you wonder why you straddling the line. Eventually, and I'm just like, huh. Yeah. Eventually, you're going to do the same thing. That's right. Sorry, y'all. Oh, I, I want to call something out so bad. But I'm like, y'all figure it out. And most of y'all know. Is it, well, that's the thing. Like. You already know. Mm-hmm. You know what's right. You know what's wrong. And then you know what should be done. You know what shouldn't. The thing is, it's easier to go ahead and go with what shouldn't mm-hmm. if you want to also do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's easy. Oh, they doing what they want to do. I can do what I want to do. Right. But we still can proclaim. And in your mind, you think you're good. You're yeah. straight. But you can't serve to God. Man. You can't. You can't do it. You can't do it. Okay. Sorry. Okay, so, yeah, social media plays a big role in the way that we think. You know what I'm saying? Like, it guides our thoughts. And most of us believe that what we read and what we hear are so true without even researching, uh, (laughs) fact-checking. Like, (laughs) it's so, it really is bad. Like, I'm mindful now of the things that I repeat after I've seen on social media. I'll wait for somebody else to bring it up sometimes before... I say anything because I just Which don't know. Smart. People, I mean, anybody can make up a meme. Anybody can make up an infographic or you know just yeah. something like you can you can make up anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and so when I, until I hear from the horse's mouth, or if I care enough to go do some research, I try not to say anything. Just smart. I try not to say anything because man. Because then you'll end up. I mean, I hate to say it, but then you'll end up in one of those situations like. You know, Nick Cannon, where, you know, you regurgitating stuff that you heard mm-hmm. and, you know, and then, boom, you look up. Now you got a whole, you know, a whole people. Yeah. Without jobs. Yeah. Yeah. You let a whole bunch of people down. Yeah. yeah. Just off of, you know, regurgitating stuff you heard, not doing riff, not saying facts, mm-hmm. but saying what? And it might, it might look, here's the thing. I don't know. I didn't look into that whole mm-hmm. Nick Cannon situation. It might have been facts. But I think you really do have to, like, watch what you say when you're in the limelight like that. Well, especially today. And you have to watch. Like, he might have felt that way, and it might be true. I don't know. But you got to be careful of what you say because you got so many people that you, like, that that are rooting for you and 
that you in charge and that of. you employ. Right. You know, and that's the one thing like you got to think about other people. Mm-hmm. You know, when it's in self. Well, now I look at everybody. Yeah. Because it it's not just the people that we see. You know, in the actual show, you got people behind right. the scenes, producers, all that, makeup, all cast, of that. everybody all of that. back there, the writers, so many people who, I mean, I don't know if they're unemployed, but basically now that show's not on the air. So yeah. it's like, yeah, and same thing with them. Mm-hmm. You know, if they had some other people on their team and stuff, yeah, uh, Dana Chanel and, and Donnell, if they had and other I bet people you they behind, probably did, but yeah, but if they don't know what's going on, then yeah. now they like, oh man, I thought I was. I mean, I'm a Christian. I thought I was working for... Right. Now, what is that? Because you, you never know. The reason why I always try and do the best you can, not perfect, but the best you can, is because you don't know who else is watching you. Right. And you don't know what, it, you know, the one thing that you do could destroy their faith. Right. You know, like, well, shoots. Be- if they faked me out this whole time, what is this thing really worth it? Right. And then they turn from faith. Guess what? I hate to say it, the Bible said that's on you. Yeah, that is, because you're a stumbling block. <laughs> it's on you. So just always try and do your best. It's not about being perfect. It's about doing the best you can with the things you have. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so watch out what kind of influence you have. Yeah, and you, and trust me, even if you think you don't have influence, you do. Yeah. There's somebody, somebody that's looking at you, somebody that's aspiring to possibly be like you, or, you know, it's somebody. So just... If you always keep that in the back of your mind, maybe you'll strive to, okay, I got to, you know, make sure I'm, I'm good. I'm yeah. straight. Like I, I was telling Trey a couple of weeks ago, I was like, man, well, I said envy or I'm a little, I was like, man, so many people can just speak freely on social media and it just lets me know. And it's going to sound bad. So many people can just speak freely. You can say what you want, speak your mind, whether, you know, it be about, I mean, just anything. You can go against the grain. You can say things that are not politically correct. Whereas I cannot. I cannot. But, I mean, that's on me. That's on me. It's a choice of mine to be in the profession that I'm in, but also live the lifestyle that I live, which is to be a Christian. I don't want to cause anybody to stumble, but so many people, I'm like, man, the way that you act on social media, man, your your job don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, how? Well, they don't care until they do. But I just, I'm like, man, y'all can just talk so freely on here. I'm like, some of y'all even be talking about your jobs. And I'm over here holding back. But, I, you know, I I do understand. But I also want y'all to be be mindful of what you put out there. Because the, the things that you put on social media, people believe that that's you. So even if you're joking and people don't know it, they assume that that's how you really feel. Yeah, because you can't tell tone through most of the time, right? Mm-hmm. You can't tell tone through the text. So it could be a text that's written in all caps, but what if all your text is written in all caps? Mm-hmm. I might see that and be like, oh, okay. That's just how they talk. They just said that and mm-hmm. they, you know, regular. She might see it, Kiana might see it and be like, why they yell it? Okay. <laughs> but that's, you know, you can't really interpret text. Right. So. Yeah, so, and then another part of it is, like, these relationships that people see. So, I know that played a really big part in the way that we see relationships. So, people see fairy tale relationships on social media, and they Mm -hmm. think that's the way that they're supposed to work, right? So, you see all these people getting, like, 
you know, fancy cars for their birthday or, you know, they going on, you know, real nice trips and stuff. And you look over at your spouse and all he did was take you to Red Lobster and you like, I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like social media really has distorted our view of the way that life is supposed to be lived and the way that relationships are. And I really feel like if you just take a step back, you realize real life ain't like that. You know, most of us, there's only a, a small percent of people who live, you know, an extravagant and rich lifestyle every day. Most of us are in the working class and we are like middle class or, you know, whatever. And so we got to work and most of us got to work hard in order to get to the fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you look at social media and you like, man, my man ain't never took me to the Bahamas. Right. But you see. It, it might not be just one person, but if you see five or six people's, you know, mm-hmm. boom, 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 golly, everybody, it turning, <laughs> it turning, it might just been four people, yeah, but it's everybody that turned to everybody. Yeah, I do that all the time. You like, know what I mean? Everybody been watching such and so and so. You like who was, is everybody? Exactly, because that's important, right? Who is everybody? <laughs> yeah, that's why I kind of I chopped my social be- social media because I had a, another. Instagram page, but I chopped it when I decided to go back to school because I was like, I need to clean this up a little bit. And plus, the people that I were following, they were on the other side of who I wanted to be. So I started following people who kind of mirror what I want to be. And I really don't follow that many celebrities anymore. I really Mm -hmm. follow people that are either in the education field, they're Christian, or they live a lifestyle close to me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I need to see like real life people who look like me. Okay. Yeah. Not all of us are perfect. And you know, most of us got rolls and fat and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. some of that will like, it would, it would eat me up. Cause I'm like, man, every, everybody that I look at, they fine. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I got, you know, acne scars on my face. They ain't got nothing on their face. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not realizing they got enough money to go to a dermatologist. That's it. And they getting these chemical pills every, I don't know how often. Yeah. I don't have money for that. Yeah, but see, when you're on the, when you look at the other side of that, then you you start seeing, I've been, I don't know, I've been detached from it for a long, long, long time Mm -hmm. now. And the thing is, is because you, you realize like, you don't know where people have gotten that stuff from. Yeah. So like, you might have somebody who, yeah, they gone all the time, but they can use their money freely because right. somebody else is helping them with bills. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But you might not see that, that side, we just you know, about that. or the new car. Well, what if your what if your dad got you that car? Right. Well, yeah, I I'm not privy to that, but mm-hmm. that don't mean you're not. Right. But if all I see was, you know, the you know, the wrapped car with the bow on it and you saying you got a new one. I don't know how you got it. Yeah. So I can't get. You know, my mind, I can't get caught up with that you got the new car yeah. is, hey, that's what's up. That's cool. And y'all, I'm a, I might, I'm tapping love, love it, yeah. like it, but I'm keep going. Because you get that in your mind, it's a wrap. Yeah. And it did. It used to, stuff like that used to actually bother me. Mm-hmm. And that was like half of the reason why I quit social media. Well, I didn't quit it completely, but I quit Instagram and Facebook for a little bit because I needed to reset because it, it the thing that would make me mad is like I I felt like I was working so hard. You know, I'm living my life right and I'm mm. doing everything that I'm supposed to. I'm not causing trouble, you know, or whatever. 
And the people who live their life opposite of me, it seemed like they were always prospering. They were always doing something that I wished I could do, even though I was, you know, mm-hmm. living a, a good life. So I thought, but you know what? It's all in perspective. That's like, it. honestly, what is a good life for me? You know what I'm saying? Like, good life for me is no trouble. Ain't nobody hounding me to come get some of my stuff because I didn't pay the bill on it. <laughs> or, you know, I don't know. I don't have people around me who are like haters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just stirring up drama or whatever. But on the other side, somebody else might like that kind of stuff. And For that real? those were the kind of people like when I had to like really evaluate, those were the kind of people I was looking at. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, I mean, and that's why when you literally sit down, I like what you said, when you can sit down and think about, okay, what do I like mm-hmm. for me? Right. Not what do I like for somebody else? Mm-hmm. You know, that's when you can really be happy because there's people out here. I'm telling you, they live in the middle of nowhere, make twenty five thousand, thirty thousand dollars a year. And they live in their best life. Mm-hmm. But it's because it's what they want to do. Right. They live on the farm. They get to ride the horse when they get off work. I'll, you know, whatever the case may be, they are good. They don't have to make a penny over that. And here's the thing. There's nothing wrong with that when that's wrong. what you want. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it's all about perspective and what you want. Yeah. You know, but if you get caught up in because, there's again, there's not there's. That's the reason why I think you titled the gift and the curse of social media. There's nothing wrong with social media if it's used right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that comes with a, you know, a mindset as well, because right. if you're not strong in the head, it will eat you alive. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people right now on anxiety medication yep. and depressed. Yeah. Antidepressant yeah. because they are looking at what you saw, what you just said, looking at through the feed and everybody they see is off the coast of somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, buying up big stuff, popping bottles if that's what they like, all of that stuff. And they're looking at it like, man, and I'm sitting at the house in the bed, in my robe with my bonnet on. <laughs> yeah, you're depressed. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, shoot, I work hard. They don't even work. They're a scammer. But and, <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't know that. I don't know that. You don't but know But I don't that. know the trouble that comes. I didn't know the trouble that comes behind that. Right. You know, because... Yeah, whatever. But I found this quote on Instagram and it says, don't ever compare your living, breathing, beautifully, imperfect, real life human self to someone else's controlled content. And I was like, yes, that right there, because that's all we doing with social media. You know what I'm saying? Like none of us are perfect. I mean, I think when I realized that everybody had something in their life that that holds them back or, you know what I'm saying, like really weighs them down, mm-hmm. I started realizing, like, we're all the same. You know, it might be a little different. What we need might change. You know, like I might need extra love. You might need more money. Mm-hmm. Somebody else might need a place to stay. But r- whatever it is, we're all in need of something. We're right. all lacking something. Right. But social media puts on you know, a facade. So for a lot of people, it does. That's so. a, that's fun. That quote you read it. It reminded me, I think, I think it's Dr. Seuss. I yeah. heard, I never read those books like oh, that, really? but I heard a quote from somebody saying it. It was a Dr. Seuss book. He was like, nobody can be you better than you or something oh, like I that. Even, I'm not real big on Dr. Seuss. I wasn't but. either, but I heard it. And I was like, Oh, that's good. I might need to check out Dr. Seuss. Yeah. Never did. Yeah. Well, anyways, don't compare yourself to yes. what you see on social media, That's the y'all. main thing. Okay? Some yeah. of that ain't even real. 
a whole so lot of it. Here's another thing about social media that I like. So remember I said social media has a benefit of allowing you to connect with people all over Big the world. Time. So for me, I like that I can see my family and friends on social media, you know, because I can't stop. Well, I'm pretty much a homebody and I like to be around people, but then I like to be able to go home at some point, you know, and, mm-hmm. and just be just us, you know? Right. So the, so that's the benefit for me. But I think a curse of being on social media is the fact that like, I might not check on you like I should, because I can see you on social media. If I see you posting, you know, once a day, I'm like, oh, okay, they doing fine. Yeah. I don't know what's really going on with you in your life at home. You might actually be struggling, but you're sharing the good part of your life right now. You could, I mean, you just sharing a meme is me going, he's still alive over there. Yeah. That's you know right. Yeah. But it, it, it really, I know there's something I really need to check on, but I mean that I really need to work on. So y'all make sure you're checking on your people, even though you see them on social media and you see all that they doing behind closed doors. It could be another thing. Yeah. I'm real bad at that. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah. I might not check on nobody and it's not on purpose. Mm-hmm. It's just like you said, you see them and you like subconsciously. I'm like, Oh, all right. Yeah. I, somebody asked me, Oh yeah. Yeah. I seen him the other day. <laughs> I, I seen him the other day. He, he was like, at, you know, he was at the fair yeah. or whatever, but not thinking about it. Yeah. But I haven't heard from that. Right. You know, I didn't hear that voice. Right. I didn't know. If it's something behind that crack behind the voice that, oh, man, it's something wrong. Yeah. Hey, let's go. Let's go get something. Let's go right. chill. See what, you know, gotta check what on you got people. going on. And again, that's that's the curse of it, because you never know what somebody else is going through on the other side of social media, mm-hmm. because we all put the best foot forward on there. Yeah. Let's see. And then another curse of social media is if you see enough people who agree with you or if you see enough posts that agree with what you're thinking, even though you know that they're wrong, you'll start believing that that's right. Like I'm giving an example, please do not quote me on this, but if I thought it was okay to sleep with dogs and I'm talking about like in a married way, bestiality. Yeah. Basically Mm. if I, if I thought it was okay to sleep with dogs and I see at least 10 other people on social media who believe the same thing, I might start thinking it's normal. It's okay. What y'all talking about? Yeah. Now, I'm about to make some people mad probably, <laughs> but to bring that back to reality, if you see enough people saying it's okay to sleep around mm-hmm. all the time without, you know, no repercussions, it don't matter, uh, just do it. If you hear everybody saying that, eventually the the sting of it will go away. Right, The right. The guilt, the, right. you know, because... I'm pretty sure yeah. at some point in time you didn't think that was okay. That's right. But if you see it enough, if TV shows it to you enough. Mm-hmm. If your if, friends say it enough. If the books if the books you read, if the, the music you listen to, if it says it enough, oh, let me pop that Molly. <laughs> let me see what it's about. Yeah. Let me, you know, let me do whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's important to to make sure you're protecting your mind because it is powerful. Mm-hmm. And what you see, it can stick. It's a lot of gateways. It's, it's more than just what you hear. It's yeah. more than just what you see. Right. You know, all of that. Yeah, because, I mean, 
I know sometimes if like my reticular activating system starts kicking in after about the third time I've seen mm-hmm. something. Like I might see something the first time and just be like, what? That's nonsense. Second time. Oh, they think that too. Third time. Like, all right. So I'm saying I'm, everywhere. I'm, I'm the only one who thinks different than this. So maybe I'm the one who weird. You yeah. Know what I'm but saying? then that's when you gotta, you know, you gotta check. Maybe not. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> So you got to see. That's where you got to start checking the people you following. Because it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, like maybe it's who you following. So because that's that, that was like a big thing whenever the whole Black Lives thing mattered. The whole Black Lives movement happened. Mm-hmm. Like right after George Floyd, somewhere around June, when all of that was happening, we all put the black squares on Instagram. Everybody on there was saying, if your feed has gone back to normal, just remind them that black lives still matter. And you might need to change the people that you're following. And that's true because, well, I won't say it's necessarily true, but it's, it's basically the same thing. Like the people that you follow, they kind of influence the way that, I mean, you're following them for a reason. Yeah. So it's like, if they've gone back to normal, then that means it probably wasn't a big deal for them. It was just like a fad. Yeah. It was just a fad. But it was a thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> so just 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 be mindful yeah. of what you see on social media. And the last thing is that just be mindful of what it does to your relationship because I remember when we first started dating, I would make a post on Facebook and then I would be like, Hey Trey, what you doing? You know, I see him on his phone or whatever. I'm like, Hey, you ain't like my post. And he would always be like, I didn't see it. And I'm yeah. like, you on your phone all day? What you doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. You but see, that? I do. And it's it's crazy because I think there was a point in time where she even thought I was on social media a lot more than I yeah. was, really was. Yeah, I was like, like even now. over my post and he ain't liking mine, but he liked this girl. Right. And then what did that do? Now... Nah, I ain't like, I told her, because that's what I told him, I'm not going to like none of your posts now. Which, Shoot, you don't like none was, of mine. Which was wild, because, like, in my mind, I'm like, but I didn't see yours. So what you're telling me now is, you're going to deliberately not like mine. Yeah. But the whole reason I didn't like yours is because I didn't see it. I didn't And know then, that. later on, right, then when you start posting more and you see how it works, you realize, oh, Instagram don't even show you everybody that you follow stuff. Mm-hmm. I might see it four days later. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but this like early algorithm was, they, days. But they were still doing that. I then. know they were, yeah. but we didn't know that mess. Yeah, I or mean, at least I didn't know. Yeah, I, I was about to say because I, I, you know, I was, I was in there. I didn't know how they did it. That like I didn't know they did it that bad, but I did. I, I knew like it's it's. There's an algorithm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know. But anyways, don't let social media break your relationship because, yeah, I was I was like, oh, I'm about to unfollow you since you ain't liking none of my posts. You've been liking her posts every day, every time, as soon as she posted. Boy, no. Well, that's how, you know what, <laughs> on the other side, that's what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so don't let it break you. So we got a couple questions from our inner circle. What? Yeah, Trey, can you read that out? I got you. So this one right here, it says, you want to read the whole thing? Yeah. Uh, start. Wait, you skipped the top one. No, oh, I'm right here. You oh, want to okay, read the whole yeah. thing? Yeah. All right. So here it says, another great po- uh, podcast, exclamation points. You both are so sweet to each other. Thank you for addressing my question. Here is another one. <laughs> I'll laugh out loud. 
what are some things you used to do before you were married that you miss now? I hope this isn't too corny. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much for that question. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. What do you, you want me to go? Or yeah, you, going? you go. Okay. I mean, really, that we used to do before we were married that I now miss is probably w- going to the movies more. We used to go a whole lot, you yeah. know, and partly is because y'all know that COVID is, yeah. is in that thing. COVID is jacking everything up, but... I don't know. I guess that's the only thing I can really think but of for you, me. You missed that from before we were together. Yeah. Before we were married. Yeah. I got, we, I, did, we actually You know, did. it's crazy because you know why you know why I say that? Right now, it's, I sprung y'all, I still have these. I used to keep all the ticket stubs from every movie we saw. Keanu probably don't even know this. I have them in a, I should have them in a, in a little pocket folder in the room. But every, every tick, uh, every movie we went to go see, I kept all the little ticket stubs. So, uh, I mean, again, we this was before we were married, too. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, yeah we, we, we went and saw a lot. Of, yeah, we went, ho- we went and saw a lot of movies. Look, first of all, my mom wouldn't let me go to too many places. But, hey, I could go to the movies. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I could I could definitely see us going to the movies Yeah, we went a lot. We don't really go. Look, no. li- look, life's about to change for us, okay? Like, I feel like I'm, I'm coming off a lockdown. Like, I feel like I've been on house arrest for the past what four years three and a half <laughs> years so we ain't been able to do much so i'm sure after covid is over we can do so much more. yeah so for sure we can get back to the movies we, we were watching movies a little bit more like last year yeah we did we, we went to see a lot more movies yeah, that we, we had in the past because yeah. i was just like we gotta i'm telling y'all time. covid jacked stuff up but yeah, it did. it's all good yeah it's all good we still get movies in at the house here we just yeah. watched one uh couple hours ago actually so. yeah it's called the old guard yeah, yeah that watch was pretty that. good go watch that that, was, that was so good netflix original it was so good okay my bad yeah so what are some things you used to do before you were married that you miss now i used to read a lot more books mm-hmm. a lot more books like and actually i used to <laughs> oh yeah that's corny <laughs> oh that's corny i used to call trey on the phone and we were in high school and I would like I, I was really big on audiobooks and so I would go to the library, rent the the CDs mm-hmm. and then I would put them in my CD player and play them out loud and listen to them. I used to call Trey on the phone and let him listen and then whenever I didn't have those, I would read the book to him. And I was down for it cuz yeah, I'm like, yo, anything to spend some more time on the phone with you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah, so nah, I, yeah, I used to I read a lot more books I than that. I uh, do now, but I'm I'm getting back into it a little bit because Audible has really been it's like been good to you. It has like yeah. I mean being able to carry a book, an Audible book around on my phone, it allows me to be able to you know listen yeah. more often than I would if I actually had to carry the book. I got around. about thirty of them, y'all. I'm telling you, Audible changed my life. Yeah, like I got. <laughs> I'm real bad right now because school's about to start. So, like, I ain't been buying as many books as I should. I think I have, like, three credits that I need to use right mm. now. Yeah. So, I miss I miss reading more books. The other thing I miss is, like, game nights. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't. It's not because of you or anything. Mm-hmm. But I, I miss, like, being around a group of friends, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I, I definitely think that, like, marriage 
it changes your relationship with your friends. Um, just because, you know, they don't they don't want to intrude. You also are married now. Yeah. So you're like, eh, you know, I ain't gonna bother them. Yeah. And they probably feel the same way. Mm-hmm. So I definitely miss game nights and, you know, having friends over and whatever. But yeah, hopefully after COVID things will change because there man, I don't know what happened. I'm like, I don't I don't know if like we changed or if just like more people just started popping up, but like we have so many more married friends than we did in the past. Yeah. I mean, when you look for it, you know, well, I wonder, or sometimes I wonder, it just pops up. Well, know? I just wonder if like, cause like I, I used to want so many married. I'm like, God, there's nobody else out here who's married like me. But so I don't know if like we're more friend. I like, I don't know what changed, but I really feel like the difference is, is that we're older. Like we're 27, 28 now. And so, like, more people are married now, whereas when we got married at 20, mm-hmm. not, you know, it was like, girl, why are you married y'all so young? Tripping. Okay. <laughs> yeah, people were like, y'all married too young. Joke's on you. Yeah, but now people are getting married, and <laughs> yeah. I feel like people are coming out of the woodwork like, hey, man, y'all want to hang out? And we like, uh, yeah. Cool, cool. <laughs> Where you been? <laughs> but, yeah, so that's what I miss. Your question was not corny. No, not at all. I really yeah. enjoyed that. That was good. That was good. So is that it? Yeah. All right. So here's another one. Oh, oh. What's one thing a single person should know about marriage before they get married? And what advice would you give if you could? I'm going to say the one thing that a single person should know before they get married is that you need to communicate with your spouse about what you expect this relationship to look like. Okay. Like beforehand, like, hey, in marriage, I want you to know that I don't want to work. Okay. You have to do all the everything and I'm just going to, you know, leave that to you. Yeah. Cause that might, they might be like, you ain't the one. (laughs) But I'm saying like, (laughs) you need to tell them that before you get married. Like communicate and let them know, like, this is what I expect from you. Are you with it? I like that one. Yeah. I would say I like yours, but I I mean, I, I guess I would say also understand that, it is a two-player game. Mm-hmm. It's not one-sided, and also, it's not a fairy tale. Like it's real life. So, you know what you saw on TV, what you read in the books, what that is not necessarily what your marriage is going to be like. It's two people coming from two different households, two different mindsets that are in that are going to live in one place right. at the same time for the rest of your life. Right. So you got to communicate and then oh that's a whole lot of my bad. <laughs> Might do a whole another one on that or something. <laughs> but yeah, I, I would say that. Go ahead and do that. Yeah. Okay, so another question is my second anniversary is Monday and I'm wondering when the happily married part comes. Ouch. Well, someone just assume that well, okay, so first of all, when you first get married, everybody goes through it at different stages to where, like, you're in the argument stage and, you know, it's not as fun as it was when we were dating. This ain't what I thought. First, Like, first things first, mo- what most people don't know about marriage is, like, you got to work out the kinks. At some point, it's either going to come, like, right after you get married, you know, a year or two down the road or when you have kids or something like that. But you got to work out the kinks first. So, like, hold on. Just hold on a little while. Because once you get past that, then you'll be happily married. Because 
our rough patch didn't come till like year two to three. And I was like, what? I can't stand this dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I was so happy at the beginning. I was like, yes, this is the best. I'm married. Hey, I got somebody at home waiting on me every day. And then it came to the point where I was like, God, I wish this dude would just go somewhere. You know what I'm saying? So, like, all I'm going to say is just wait. Wait and work. Wait and work. Because you can't just wait for it to just magically happen. Like, just know that there is going to be a rough patch. And then you'll get to the happily married part. I like what she said. So, I'm just going to literally just add on top of that because that was good. Also, what is... what? How can I put this? What is you? What are you considering happily married? Mm-hmm. Is it your definition? Is it the definition you saw from TV, mm-hmm. from the movie, right? From the book, right? Real life is not the same. I mean, mm-hmm. so that that be my only contingency. There is, what are you considering happily married? Mm-hmm. You know, and then go from there because it could already be happily married but you're basing it off of what this whole relationship what (laughs) what this whole podcast episode is about social media yeah so social media happily married is what trips every week Mm -hmm. splurging money buying new stuff if that's your definition it might not ever come right you don't know because i'm not like no for real though like I used to think like, oh, Trey was always going to post a picture of us kissing and hugged up. First of all, I don't even like PDA. So how is that going to happen? And the same here. And then the other side of that is. I'm not like it's okay if that's you, but if that's not you, then who are you doing it for? Right. I've always is for me. Mm -hmm. So like them kisses, they for me, they happening. (laughs) Believe that every day, multiple times. But they, for me, not saying that if somebody did catch a photo of us kissing, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But I've never been like, if I was, the, if I was to post that, mm-hmm. it would more than likely be for them. Right. It would be for other people. Right. And I've never really, I've never really been like that. Right. So again, it will, who are you doing it for? Right. Is it for you? Is it for your relationship? Or is it for somebody else on right. social media? And Again, that just again ties into the gift and the curse. Yeah, so I guess you need to figure out what happy yeah, means. What does that really mean? Yeah, because it could mean so many things to so many different people. Like happy to me is who we are right now. Okay, mm-hmm. like we're doing okay. I ain't gonna say we got it all together financially, but we're in a stable place where we know what you know when everything's coming out, and I know how much I can spend every week. And then like I'm not insecure about. You know, anybody coming to take my place, I feel that Trey probably feels the same way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel secure in my place. I know my role. And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're working at it. Like, we communicate when things go wrong. And in in an effective way, I feel happy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. I know it can only go up from here. Finances got to grow. Kids got to come and grow. And, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'll just say that literally think about think about that. What is happily married and and work on from there. Yeah. With him or her. Yeah. Or with him. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. That's a is that another one? 
No, that was the is last that another, one. I'm saying, is that another one in the books? Yes, Another episode is. in the books, y'all. Man, thank y'all for continuing to rock with us. I really appreciate that. And also, so just to, what, a few housekeeping before we get up <laughs> out of here. Yeah. Number one, if y'all want, if y'all want some new books, y'all want to check out Audible, like we were talking about earlier, go to hdylmbook.com. Audible, we partner with them. They're going to give you your first book for free. If you don't like them, you will literally get to keep the whole book. Yeah. And, you know, that'll just be the end of that. But I'm telling you, you are going to like them. Go to hdylmbook.com. Also, if you want to see this episode, literally watch it. You can go to YouTube, uh, How Do You Love Me podcast, or you can go to the website, hdylmbook.com dot com and you can watch listen read the the whole show note you know read every word we said word by word whatever you want to do go there and you can see that there so was that all of them yeah that, that was that's all. it right i was making well sure. with that being said man we're gonna get out of here that was another episode oh you know what tell them tell them the number it also if you want to leave us a question or if you just want to hey i want y'all to talk about this Go ahead, leave it either on our social media, HDYLM underscore podcast mm-hmm. uh, on IG or what's the number? Pull it up. <laughs> she, she's lacking, y'all. She's sorry. Lacking. I'm like, I used to have it memorized all of a sudden. Oh, it's man. gone. It's like, yeah. Okay. Listen, the the number. You got oh, it? Okay. Maybe it's in here. All right. So anyways, y'all, listen, really, though, go ahead, uh, leave us a message. Let us know. How we doing? Yeah. Uh, leave us a five-star review. Share it with your friends. That, too, really. That yeah. will help us a lot and uh, help us get it out there. All right, y'all, I'm slacking. <laughs> but here it is. Leave us a voicemail mm-hmm. at 682-231-0848, and we will definitely try to get you know, your topic or your question answered on the podcast. And if you even want us to share the message, we can play it live. We literally can play it live and answer it live. So anyways, we, our time is expired. Yeah. I'm about to go get in the bed. (laughs) Well, anyways, we see y'all in the next one. That's it. Yep. Peace. Bye.